Hi, and welcome to A View from the Bed. This is a CHI St. Vincent podcast where we talk to real patients about their healthcare perspective. We know that your healthcare journey can be scary, so that's why we want to get their view on the good, the bad, and the ugly from diagnosis to recovery. Enjoy today's episode. So today uh, we are talking to Jennifer, and uh, Jennifer had weight loss surgery. Um, she had the gastric sleeve. So for those of you that don't know what the gastric sleeve is, it is where they remove 75% of your stomach, but they do not hinder um, how your intestines connect with your stomach right. um, like the bypass surgery does. So um, it strictly reduces your your stomach size. So that's the one that Jennifer yes. and I both had yes. uh, was that one. So how long ago was it that you had the gastric sleeve? It was March 15th of this year. Okay. Yeah. So of 2023. 2023. 2023. Okay. How much have you lost? 110 pounds. 110 <laughs> yes. pounds. Yes. In what? April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. So yeah. from December, it's what? Nine months? Nine months. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what made you decide to have weight loss surgery? Well, I had been uh, struggled with weight for the last several years, you know, off and on. And, you know, I just got tired of hurting, basically. You know, you get up out of bed, feet hurt. You go shopping. You can only shop for a few hours, if that, mm -hmm. and your back hurt. And, you know, it was just things like that. Yeah. And just one day, I just saw a coworker of mine, you, and there was such a, a difference, you know, even just the way you carry yourself is a big part of it. And that's just what brought me to you to, you know, talk to you, have a conversation with you about um, the surgery and all. And that was just kind of what gave me that little extra nudge to go through with something that I had, you know, I tried all the fad diets and yeah. things like that and tried to do keto and it's just, you know, nothing. I didn't have a right tool yeah. to help me, push me to do it. So. Yeah. yeah. So I, Jennifer said, this is actually <laughs> a fun episode because <laughs> she not only had weight loss surgery, but I also had weight loss surgery and I had my surgery in uh, the last day of December of 2021 and I have lost 110 pounds as well Good. so we're like weight loss twinsies we are we are yes yes and I do quote you often when people ask me about my weight loss journey yeah. as you know it is it was a very um the hardest thing I think I've ever done for myself um but so worth it tell me a little bit about what your journey was like to get approved for the surgery, so to there's a, a few a few steps that you have to go through. You have to do um, a psych evaluation. Mm -hmm. um, so, but Dr. Ingram's office helps you get all that rolling and get that set up. You do your psych evaluation, and it was virtual. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, it was virtual. There was no. Really cool. I didn't have to go anywhere and meet anyone. I actually did it on my lunch break. Yeah. And it was really simple. Um, they do ask you weird questions. Yes. Yes. Um, I did have to fill out a um, sort of like a, a test, mm -hmm. if you will, um, just to fill out a little information sheet yeah. about what you've done in the past for weight loss, yeah. you know, and how you've done 
different things you've tried, um, how you feel. Yeah. Not it only. Gets, it gets specific too. Yes. With it, body parts. Yes. It yes. was like, <laughs> I feel like my stomach is too big yes. all the time, sometimes, never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it did. It, it asked really specific questions it, it that did. were really odd. I had to think about some of them. Yeah, I did did too. I did that same thing. Um, And then I also met with a nutritionist, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. The nutritionist over at LRDC in that office building that they use, Uh she was great. I mean, I I probably met with her for probably a good hour and a half um, going over different nutrition guidelines, things, um, how to eat as far as even when you start out, she would teach me or tell me, you know, you, you'll eat a dime size mm-hmm. and chew it 25 times. I mean, that's just something that it's part of that tool that you use. Yeah. It's an additional tool. Yeah. So, but it was the, it, you know, check with your insurance, of course, sure. to see, um, coverage and things like that was one of the processes I had to go through, but yeah, it was all fairly simple. Yeah, I mean, I think, how long did it take for you from the time you first met with him until you got the call that you were ready to, to so schedule So I really started everything November of 2022. Okay. And then um, shortly after that, scheduled my surgery and had it in March. So just, you know, four, four or five months. Oh, yeah. Um, but that was just to get everything in line. Mainly the insurance was the biggest part sure. that... That took the longest, but yeah, but it, not a long process. It was well worth the wait. Yeah, and they, you know, Doctor Ingram's office was very communicative. Yes, with each step about where I know for me, like where I was in that approval process, mm-hmm. so I never felt discouraged or anything. No, if it, I waited, it, it, any so. questions I ever had, mm-hmm. I could call them up anytime, and they were very responsive. Sending emails, they were. You know, I never had to wait over a day oh, to yeah. get a response, which I, that was so great. That That is really great when you can just, you know, yes. have a question answered, mm-hmm. especially, you know, it's a big decision it is. to have the surgery. So we both use Dr. Brandon Ingram yes, uh, with the CHI St. Vincent weight loss program, and uh, he's located in the Little Rock area. And Jennifer, tell us when you met Dr. Ingram, just tell us about that experience. For, for what that meant for you. The first thing that comes to mind when I think about meeting with Dr. Ingram is comfortable. Mm-hmm. He made it to where um, he gave me all the facts, but he talked to me like I was a person, not as another patient. Yeah. It was, it was you know, that I was the only one and that my, his focus was on me and it just made it so easy. Uh-huh. So easy to talk to um, and just very knowledgeable. Very, very knowledgeable. The other thing, I don't know if he made you feel this way too, but, you know, I think sometimes people feel like if you're overweight and you've struggled for a long time, because I was like you, I'd struggled for a long time, never been a thin adult. Mm-hmm. When I talked to him, he didn't make you feel bad about it or no. ashamed Ex- no, at he all. Didn't. It, it was like, you're not the only one. Yeah. And yeah, just, it was just, a, it's a comfort level. Yeah. And it, yeah, he did not make me feel that this was a bad thing, that mm-hmm. I had done something really wrong. Yeah. But yeah. I was just, this is, 
something that just happens and he's going to give us the tool to fix it. Yeah. And you're right. He did use those words of it's a tool. It's a tool. It's a tool. It's just like you use a tool in the gym. Right. Or a piece of equipment or, you know, weight loss programs, mm-hmm. such as like a system or things. Weight loss surgery, especially the sleeve, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's not, it's not a fix-all. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have, it's not some magic peel that's going to mm-hmm. just make the weight just disappear. Yeah. Like anything else, any kind of tool that you use, whether it's working on your car, mm-hmm. even, it's a tool. You use it to help you fix a problem. Yeah. And that's the way I went into looking at it. Mm-hmm. That was how, you know, it's a tool. It's a tool. So Jennifer, tell me a little bit. Okay. You, you got your surgery scheduled. <laughs> how are you feeling? Tell me a little bit about, um, how your journey was in oh the hospital gosh. and, and what that first it, 24 the, hours there, like. it was a roller coaster of emotions, you know, from going from being nervous to excited, um, it, just a whole bunch of different emotions because I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I do remember being in pre-op and getting a gown. Uh-huh. And it's so funny because the gown didn't fit. Yeah. And I was just like heartbroken that, you know, I had to poke my head out and say, can I get a different gown? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was from the the staff of the hospital, the OR staff, I had people coming in. I was never left alone, mm-hmm. you know, not lo- long enough to get in my thoughts or anything. Yeah. Um, anesthesia would come by. The anesthesia doctor was magnificent um, that took care of me. Um, the staff itself um, was very kind. Mm-hmm. Um, after, I, I do remember when I, I do remember going into the OR. Okay. And it was... Of course, the gown I had on was huge. It was too big. I went from too small to too big. And so it was stuck up underneath me. And I went to pull it. Well, the CRNA in the room thought I was falling off the table. But he was so attentive. He came and he tried to catch me. And, you know, we had a good laugh about Uh it, you know. But they were just, that's how they were. They were so attentive. and, you know, they were all great to work with. And coming out of surgery didn't take too long to get into a room. Yeah. Um, I did stay overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nursing staff on the floor that I was on was just second to none. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they were exceptional. They were. And, you know, I think you bring up a couple good points, too, for, for folks to know is you are awake when yes. they take you back <laughs> to the operating room. Um, so I think you do have a moment where you're just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? That's it. Cause you see everything and, but the staff makes you feel so comfortable. I was, and they were, and you know, they did and they, they they're not just, awake for very long. No, <laughs> you're not there long enough. You start counting and <laughs> then that's you're all, you're done. And then the next thing you know, they're wheeling you out. That's so right. That's that's right. You're waking up in recovery. But you know, when you're in your room too. You have to do a couple kind of weird things. Yes. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but the breathing. You have to have the breathing you apparatus. The, you do the breathing mm-hmm. apparatus. Yep. And it's it, your, your lung capacity. Yes. Um, but then they had all these little medicine cups. Yes. Yes. And you have cup. to drink liquid 
that amount yeah. of liquid, like every hour, yes. you have to drink a little medicine cup. Like you would put Robitussin DM in. Um, it was a certain amount. And, and you at had first to do when it. you look at it, you kind of chuckle because you're like, well, I mean, I could drink that. And then you start and you're like, whoa, I cannot drink that. Yes. This is harder than you think it is. <laughs> and it's, but, I, yes. And I mean, you because you look at quantity size uh-huh. and you're like, that's nothing. Oh, it's it's, it's hard. Totally. It's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. But they check. The nurses check to yes. see and make you, sure you're you drinking. drinking? Yes. Have you? And yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was kind of. It made me chuckle a little bit that yeah. they had these little medicine yeah. cups. There, there's there. there were a lot of chuckle moments for me. Yeah, just different things. I'm like going, yes. What? Yeah, <laughs> you want I know. me to do what? And like I was telling you, the dime size bites. Um, that's. That's a real thing. And it's it's like you're going, a dime? That's tiny. Uh-huh. Just like our cups that we had to drink. It was... Yeah. It's so funny because you, when you look, you're like, no way. But then when you start, you're like, oh my gosh. One thing that I think it's good to know too is that, you know, when you come out of the surgery... You just have like four little, I called them little stab wounds. Yes. Um, <laughs> across your abdomen, you know, uh, one like over here mm-hmm. and one like right here or close to it. One about here and, yeah, you know, all kind of centrally in your abdomen. And they literally are just like half an inch yeah. long. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And they just glue them right back together. <laughs> uh, just glue it back together. But You know, um, I showered the day I went back home. I took a shower that night. I think I did that night too. Uh The the day after, when I went home from the hospital. um, Mm -hmm. So it would be the day after my surgery. Yeah. I showered. uh, Of course, you have to be careful. Yeah. You still have, because they are open wounds that are just, like you said, they're they're glued. They're glued. Mm -hmm. So um, keep the steri strips on. Yeah. (laughs) Keep the steri strips on and, and don't be alarmed if they kind of ooze you know uh the staff on the floor and dr ingram are very good about hey if it make sure you wear clothes that if it Mm -hmm. oozes a little you're okay you know with that getting on your clothes because that is normal it is normal um and so that was something that they made sure, mm-hmm. you know, when you go and home. And they did, they did tell me signs to, you know, things to look for. Yeah. And to watch for, um, you know, any odors, you know, if mm-hmm. you smell anything to, you know, be cautious about those things. Yeah. Um, but I had, uh, there was no pain. So no. like it, some surgeries you've had where if you bend a certain way or if you move mm-hmm. a certain way, there's a lot of pain. I don't really recall having any pain no moving around i had soreness yeah you know it was kind of like if you if you were to try to you know get on the floor and do 100 crunches and you're not used to doing 100 crunches you know you'll get sore sore that's kind of what it felt like Mm -hmm. but i'm like you i never had pain no i never had any real pain at all I, i think one of the most things i was thankful for with dr ingram when it was time to go home mm hmm was he said, take your nausea medicine, even if you don't think you need it. Yes. Take it. Yes. And he was right. Yes. He was definitely <laughs> right on that. And, and and that's something else. You you make a great point there is with Dr. Ingram, it's consistency. Yes. So the things that you were told a year before my surgery is the same things. Mm-hmm. So you, you know they're right. Yeah. You know, and you know that... He, it's a consistency Uh because, and that was, you know, you stay on top of, 
your nausea medicine because you may not feel nauseated right now. Yes. But but it'll come. Will. It will come. It will come. Okay. That is, I think, the hardest thing um, is if you don't stay on top of the nausea medicine, mm -hmm. you do get nauseous really easy, especially in the first few weeks after yes. your surgery. Um, smells. Smells really affected me being nauseated. Uh -huh. um, things that I normally... Uh, dinner cook it you know mm -hmm. we did a lot um, because there's two other adults in my household so we did a lot of prep work oh yeah but before my surgeries mm -hmm. to prepare so they would have food to eat so when they would warm up that meal or whatever it would make me nauseous uh -huh. but it's stuff that I would have eat prior to surgery mm -hmm. but it was just something you know that just changed it's a little bit different it does it, it does change with the surgery, one thing I have noticed um, and that I've had to get used to is not feeling hungry. Yes. You don't ever really feel hungry. I, I, I know I have to eat. Mm -hmm. And so I eat. Yeah. It, you know, it's, um, I did, I actually spoke to Dr. Ingram today uh -huh. and I was telling him throughout this thing, dehydration. You have to stay hydrated. You do. That has been, and I did make that mistake yeah. in the very beginning, mm -hmm. coming back to work. You get so caught up in what you're doing, you forget to eat or you forget to drink. Yeah. And you get dehydrated easily. Mm -hmm. It catches up to you really quick. Yeah. And really once quick. you do it one time, you don't ever want to do, do it do again. You don't do it again. <laughs> and, you know, I think, too, that is good for folks to know that are interested in the surgery um, because... It's not uncommon if you have to go in a month or two after surgery for an IV bag of fluids. Mm -hmm. It's actually really common because early on you cannot drink enough while you're healing right. to really avoid that. So in your pre-op appointment, mm -hmm. that's something that Dr. Ingram and his all of his staff are very in tune to is yes. checking your hydration levels and, and going ahead and getting you down you know, just down a floor or two, you know, from his office to get that IV fluids right then um, so you don't get really sick from dehydration. Yes, because uh, you can. You can get you really can. sick. And, and, you know, we talked about nausea yeah. and, you know, not only the nausea, but it was exhaustion. Yes. The dehydration yes. just drains everything literally out um, of you. There are, I think, some tips and tricks for... Um, learning how to eat again that I think is really important to keep in mind. I think one, having people around you or finding people yes. that have went through the surgery is very helpful. It is. Um, the cameraman and the slash audio man that <laughs> is, is helping us today. He actually was my Yoda, my weight loss surgery Yoda, because he had had the surgery about five years before I had had the surgery. So he gave me a lot of tips and tricks. And then I know I told Jennifer early on, yes, I'm like, keep me on speed my dial. <laughs> I'm like, keep me on speed dial because it's real helpful to have someone mm -hmm. who's been there. I, and yes, it is. And I mean, it's not even just for, you know, the, the pain yeah. or what to expect from the surgery, but just encouragement. Yeah. That, you know, it helps to have someone that's walked in your shoes yeah. to say, this is what I experienced. You may not because everybody's, and that was one thing that Dr. Ingram has said mm -hmm. countless times when I've gone back to see him is everybody's different. Yep. Everybody's surgery is different. 
you know, but there's a lot of similarities to it too. Yes. So having that go-to person that you mm-hmm. can say, Hey, this is how, did you ever, yeah. you know, stuff like that. That's really good. Yeah. Or what are even, I have found other people. It's like, they've come out of the woodwork. Yes. I've had that surgery or uh-huh. my sisters had that, you know, they've known somebody um, to get recipes off of even. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that I can tell anyone that, has experiences is take your vitamins. Take your vitamins. Yes. Agree. If I take your berry melts or whatever yes. vitamins <laughs> they've told you to take. Because if you take don't, your vitamins. <laughs> if you don't, you will know it. You do. <laughs> and even now, if I forget <laughs> and miss taking my morning vitamin, mm-hmm. I, I can tell the difference. Yes. I, I don't know why or how, but I just can tell a difference. And I'm yes. like, Something's not right today, and yes. I'll—that's usually what it has been—is I've mm-hmm. got to take my vitamin. Well, and the important thing too, I think it depending on your age. Dr. Ingram has really good advice on which vitamins to take. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the vitamins he recommended for me has a little extra B12 and iron in it um, because of my age and where I'm at in life and my history of anemia. Whereas Jennifer right. might not need some of those extra things. Right. And I don't. I don't. Mine are um, some basic bariatric, like a multivitamin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What type you take, was, or if it's a chewable, if it's yeah. a pill you swallow or a meltway, that's yeah. kind of your preference. Yeah. Um, I've learned the gummies are much, much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you do it, have to get used to the flavor. <laughs> That's, so, and yeah. what what I have learned about the gummy uh-huh. bariatric vitamin, I am a huge gummy bear person. Oh, I love too. gummy candy. Yes, that gives me that gummy uh-huh. that I I don't necessarily crave anything now, but mm-hmm. it kind of satisfies. Yeah, it's almost that like want a for candy. a gummy, yeah. a piece of candy, piece of candy. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's been good. It is. <laughs> You know, I think one of the questions that I get a lot, Jennifer, I don't know if you get this one too, is a lot of people are like skin. You know, I think I think they hear a lot of horror stories about tons of excess skin and things like that. Yeah. And, and I remember I told Jennifer this too, is a couple things that I found with mine, because again, we both lost over 100 pounds. Um, that's the equivalent of a very small human um, so, but I, I started working out as soon as Dr. Ingram gave me clearance and just doing small things. I mean, I'm not crossfitting. Okay. But I got some stretch bands. Mm-hmm. I also got me one of those under the desk, little bicycle pedal pusher things, really, really small dumbbells, like two yes. pound dumbbells. And you just do little things mm-hmm. that just help shrink your skin and your yeah. muscles and everything. It brings it all together with your weight loss. So you don't have as much of that loose skin or excess mm-hmm. skin. I've also found a lot of good creams. Yes. That yeah, are there are some good creams out there that you can tightening. use to help tighten your yeah. skin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did basically the same thing, which I still have the link to get the little bicycle thing yeah. and I haven't ordered it yet. I need to do that. Maybe I should put that on my Christmas list. Oh, that's right. Good idea. <laughs> but um, I did. I did. Because my biggest part is the underarm. Yep. Because my upper arms are a lot larger than the normal person, you know, would be. And so I knew I would have a lot of excess skin Mm -hmm. 
down here. I like to call them my bat wings, but um, but I did. I've got these weights. They're real soft. Oh yeah. But they wrap around your the lower part of your arm oh, and you nice. stick your thumbs in them. Uh-huh. So they're easy to hold on to. Yeah. You don't. It's not like a dumbbell where you may yeah. if you drop it yeah. um, or something. They're they're attached. That's um, awesome. But they're very comfortable. Uh-huh. But yeah, you just do simple. There's not a workout routine that I yeah I do. Um, I do a lot more walking, but I feel like walking. Yeah, that was the big thing is the amount of energy. And this is right after surgery, uh-huh. not now. I mean, I have a lot more energy yeah. now, but just the energy from being motivated. Yes, the energy from just knowing I'm gonna feel better. Yes, it, it's just well, and I think too. It does not take long after your surgery for you to start seeing very quick weight loss. You do see it. Um, I remember I told Jennifer when she had her surgery, I was like, get ready because you are, <laughs> it's going to be hard to keep clothes that fit. Yeah, that's what um, I'm And we're not talking month to month, guys. No, we're talking week, week to week. <laughs> I mean, you might start out one t-shirt size on Sunday and by Friday, you're a different t-shirt size. Yes. Yes. But that's also the coolest thing. Yeah. It's it. been so great. The just trying on new clothes, but you know, I would advise people not to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. No. No, <laughs> buy a couple things. Just a time. couple to sustain you for a little bit. Yes. Um, buy stuff that it's going to be okay if it looks a little bigger on you. Yes. <laughs> because you w- it will happen. It, it will happen. definitely happen. It will. Shoes, even. My shoe size has, ch- has changed. How much has yours changed? It's gone down about, probably about a half a size. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So I'm definitely a half a size smaller. The biggest thing is, and, and I'll tell anybody, I mean, I'm like you, Bonnie, have been an open book. Yeah. And if I can help someone, you know, maybe surgery's not right for you, yeah. but I do advise to, to talk to someone. Yeah. But the biggest thing is, is I went from a size 22 mm-hmm. pants to a size 14. Heck yeah, girl. And so um, it's been incredible. This journey is, it's so hard, but it's so worth it. It is. I I never look back and say, oh, I'm so sad I did that. Although, I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah, never. <laughs> you will never say that. Yeah. In fact, you say the opposite. I'm like, why did I wait so long to do this? Exactly. Because <laughs> it is, it's a cool journey. It is. And take pictures. Oh, take, take lots of pictures. Take pictures throughout your journey so you can make a little weight loss journey book oh. to look back because... When you reach your final goal, Mm -hmm. so I'm at my final goal, so I'm considered maintenance phase, and Jennifer, do you... I've got, well, I want to lose a little bit more than what, you know, I'm told I should lose, but anyway, I'd like to lose, I'm about 60 to 80 pounds away from where I want to be. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so, you know, I did 110 in, you know, at that point in nine months, Mm -hmm. You know, there's, I'll probably reach that goal, hopefully. Now, it's going to slow down, and it has. It's slowed down a little bit. Yeah. um, But that's that's normal. It's to be expected. I I expected that from the beginning. Yeah. That at some point, it's really going to start slowing down. Yeah. But I hope to be at my goal within a year. That's exciting. So, by March, I'm hoping I'm, I'm, I'm on that journey to be at my goal in March. Well, that is huge. And I think that anybody who is at a point in their life 
to that's asking the questions, what do I do next? I've tried everything, can't lose the weight. Maybe you have some things that make it really hard to lose weight, such as diabetes or high blood pressure or arthritis, or maybe you're just so extremely overweight that it's hard to just move and, and try to do the things you need to lose weight. Do not feel embarrassed. Do mm. not feel down. You know, um, give Dr. Ingram's office a call. Yeah. Just go talk to him. <laughs> he he will let you know if he feels like you're ready for weight loss surgery, if that is the right next step for you. If you think you might be too old to do it, my mom, who is in her 70s, did it about three <laughs> months before I did, and she has lost 90 pounds and looks phenomenal. And so don't think you're too old. Don't think you're too young. But he will definitely talk to you about your situation, and he'll make you feel more informed about what mm -hmm. your options are. But it is a cool journey. It is. Sure. It's been yeah. amazing. It's an amazing journey. It is. Yep. And I'm looking forward to what's to come. That's right. We're going to have to have you back on the podcast. Yes. When you reach your, your final goal and do, you know, part follow up. Yes, we can do that. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but it, it is exciting. And I do encourage anyone that has struggled with weight loss to reach out to Dr. Ingram's office. Yeah. I mean, he and his staff are amazing. I, I often call him a magician. And it's just he's, you know, supplied me with the tool that I needed. Yes. This is what I really needed. Yep. But it really is the coolest journey you'll ever do. <laughs> it is. Take it from both of us. <laughs> our 110-pound weight loss twinsies. Yes. Um, and until next time, uh, we hope that you make the right health care decisions for your life. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of A View from the Bed, A Patient's Perspective. We hope that you found it helpful. We hope that it helped you make your healthcare decisions. We hope that it made you feel a little more comfortable with your own journey. And we hope that you'll join us next time.